Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us for the All Saints Lutheran Sermon Series of Podcasts. We're so delighted that you've landed on this page, and we ask that you contextualize yourself by reading the descriptor. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. Saints and siblings in Christ, Christ is risen. He is risen Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love Confirmation Sunday. It is by far one of my favorite Sundays, favorite celebrations of the entire church here. It is so much fun. And these three young people who are getting confirmed today, who are affirming their baptisms today, are, they have, they have put up with a lot. <laughs> because they did confirmation with me, like, since I got here, because there was a pandemic, and everything was weird and wonky, and then it was online, and then it wasn't, and then it was, and then it wasn't, and then we were kind of trying to figure out how to Zoom, and then we were failing at that, and then there were YouTube videos of Vicar Michael and I trying to figure out how to talk about things, and worksheets that people were taking pictures of and sending to me, and they just did it, and they did it so well, and then I get to talk to them, and they get to talk about their faith, and they do it so well. And I'm so excited for you to hear them proclaim that uh, to y'all today. But first, I want to look at these texts with you, where we find uh, a plethora of beautiful imagery on this Good Shepherd Sunday. Much of it, unsurprisingly, centered around the image of God, of Jesus as the shepherd, especially in our readings from John and Psalm 23. However, Instead of focusing in on this shepherd sheep language, I'd like us to dwell a little more broadly today and focus instead on the whole idea of the image of God. Now, there are many, 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 many images of God out there. And as I see none of you are looking at me anymore and are looking at the screen, that must mean that Steve started the slideshow, right? All right. This is just going to cycle for the rest of my my message today. Uh, And it's either going to be a great idea because it centers you, or it's going to be a terrible idea because it distracts you. We'll see. It'll be fine. Uh, These are literally seven minutes of Google searches that I did on a Tuesday late last week, right? Your favorite image of God might be up here somewhere, or it might be hanging on a wall in your home. Or it might be in a museum that you visited once, or in a stained glass of your childhood church. Uh, And if you have, like, a favorite image of God that you don't see up here today, I genuinely would love for you to share it with me, because I think it's fascinating. Seriously, send me an email or bring me a picture of it, because I'd love to know, what's, what's your favorite image of God? When you think about who God is and how God is and what God is, what do you think about What do you picture? What sticks out to you? And I want you to think about it, and I want us to think about it together, because I think that the image of God and the way that we think about God really, really, really matters. How you view God, how you see God, how you imagine God matters. Like a lot. Because your image of God informs and impacts how you view your faith and how you live it, and how you understand the faith and the faithfulness of others. In our gospel text this morning, the people who gathered around Jesus in the temple want to know one thing. They want to know who he is. 
how he identifies himself. They want him to say that he is the Messiah, to portray that image to the world in a very real and poignant way. But Jesus being Jesus doesn't do it. In fact, on this Good Shepherd Sunday, Jesus doesn't even identify himself as the Good Shepherd. Instead, what Jesus does is amazing. He identifies himself as one who desires to be in relationship with the sheep. Again and again and again, Jesus talks about how those who follow him, the most important image that they can have of him is one who wants to be in relationship with them. He looks at the people around him, the sheep without a shepherd, and he calls them into relationship as well. Again and again and again. The image of God that Jesus puts into the world is not one of conqueror or king. Instead, he calls people into relationship. He reminds them that they are worthy to be in relationship with God. Now hold that idea and shift with me for just a moment. There's a theological doctrine out there called Imago Dei, which is Latin for the image of God. Imago, the image, Dei, God. It's a concept in Judaism and Christianity that's grounded in those Genesis texts uh, that asserts that we, saints and siblings, and all of humanity are made in the image and likeness of God. Not in a we-look-like-God-looks kind of way, but that the essence of God, the creative, redemptive, adventuresome, loved, and loving core of who God is, is also who we are. Which means that we see God not just in paintings and stained glass and mountains and flowers and scripture and song, but in the very being of those who are around us. That you, you, are the image of God. Which means, saints and siblings, that you are absolutely, unequivocally, 100% worthy of dignity, grace, and love. And not just you, but everyone else too. Immigrant or refugee, gay or straight, regardless of the color of your skin or the gender you identify with, you are the image of God, the Imago Dei in this world. And that matters, because you matter. You are worthy of relationship with God because you are the image of God, which is crazy and awesome and just a bit mind-boggling if you stop and think about it. And it means, though, that we are also called into that same work that Jesus was in this text, being in relationship with those around us and with all of creation, caring for our neighbors, demanding justice, showing up, doing good, being kind as we proclaim the love of God to a world that is so desperately in need of that message. Now, in just a few minutes, I'm going to get out of the way and let these three young people share their faith stories. And they're going to share their faith statements with us, each of which is incredibly unique, just like each one of these young people is. And I want to thank you, Lauren and Lucas and Haley, for the words that you were going to share with us. I am grateful for your courage 
to stand up here in front of this really hostile crowd. <laughs> and I am awed, truly awed, by the beauty of your faith. Because in sharing these faith statements with us, you are really just sharing another image of God, telling us how you understand faith, and pointing us for the ways in which the Spirit reveals herself to you over and over and over. And no doubt, to the rest of us, some of these images will sound familiar, and some, maybe not so much, which is exactly how it should be. Because they, like each of us, brings the new vision of God to this congregation and to our life together. And together we are all made better for it. Together we carry the Imago Dei, the image of God, into the world, proclaiming the good news and walking the walk of right-side-upping this world around us. And that's good news. And that's something that we can all say, thanks be to God. Amen.